Hello guys, this is the Wings Mobile Detailing Podcast and today's podcast is going to be on business on how to pay taxes using personal versus business debit or credit card. Uh, you don't want to mix them and so when you come into tax season there's a lot of little tips uh, and this basically is going to serve for startups, uh, business startups. There, there is just getting their feet wet now. Uh, it's not big corporation type of taxes, franchising or anything like that. Although I do run a franchise and it's a little bit more complex and more intricate uh, that I have to take care of her. But it's gonna be short tips. And if you are in business also, you, you know you have to play multiple roles. You have to be an accountant. You have to be a sales guy so if you're a startup business. And even in the first five, six, seven years, you have to, 10 years, you have to pay to play all these multiple roles and today I am in fact recording this podcast in a gym as you can hear the machine that I'm working on that's the consequence that I had for not having much time this afternoon but stay tuned it's gonna be not too long of a podcast it's gonna be awesome informative technical practical and pretty awesome so you're gonna get to learn those basics questions and get most of your questions answered and the topic of business, uh, taxes, paying taxes for the for Uncle Sam. Stay tuned after this introduction. Welcome to the Wings Mobile Detailing Business and Automotive Podcast, the only podcast that will guide you on how to start and grow six-figure companies. As our team expands from one business location to worldwide domination, you will get step-by-step insights from a millennial franchiser and franchise owner with your host, Andre Mezzalera. All right, guys, we're back. Business Texas, you're just starting off your career in business entrepreneurship. I hope you can hear me because I am working out and I had so many questions when I was starting my business on the Texas, little things, how to use company vehicles, how to track the mileage, is it really even necessary to track all that? I, especially when we're starting up in the first, second or third year in business. Uh, employees, uh, what do you pay, what do you use, W9, 1099, W2. How do you pay if you don't have an employee, uh, but you simply just wanted to use your personal <laughs> no credit, your personal debit card for business expenses? Is it okay? Uh, if if you don't pay taxes, that's a big problem. Definitely don't recommend that. And I'm not giving you any consulting advice. I don't have any license to do that, so I'm just gonna keep it more low key and. But it's gonna be awesome. So starting off, so if you're using the credit card, first when you start a business, everybody recommends you to open a bank account, a check-ins account for your business. So every every little thing expense that you have, it's gonna be separated from your business. That is assuming you have a sole proprietorship or an LLC business. So the business and your name all is going to go to your uh, when you pay taxes to your social security uh, but still you would want to get an EIN employer identification number for your business the EIN what it is it's like a social before your business so you have your social security number and the EIN number which is the social for your business now when you're paying taxes if you have a sole proprietorship or an LLC business you're, you, you're still using your social, so it doesn't matter if you have a EIN, you can pay 
when you open bank accounts and stuff like that, uh, they're gonna ask you for your business EIN number. But still, regardless, you're gonna have to use, it's gonna come down to you, to your social security number. So let's say you get bankrupt one day in business and you're gonna think, oh, they can't touch my personal name because my business has their own social. So if the business loses, I'm good. No, you're not. You're still liable. And I think it changed a lot after 2008 recession when people were taking advantage of the banks. But you're still, you're still liable for your business even if you are uh, going bankrupt, the business is going bankrupt. You know, you have to pay the dues. It comes down to you, to your social. Because when it comes to tax season, at the end of the year, the tax returns that you're gonna have to pay, you're still putting in your social security on file. You still have to give uh, yourself, we're still representing your business. Uh, that is only not the re that's only not the case if you have a big corporation with multiple members. Uh, that's when you can start thinking about okay, I'm gonna be do a, a C corporation, but that's different. That's different. It's a whole ball game. But regardless, even if you open an LLC, I'm getting a little bit out of Texas. Uh, I'm getting a little bit more te technical here, but. If you get an LLC, which is limited liability company, people are gonna think, oh, so I'm not liable for anything if something happens to the business. That's, not, that's false. You're still liable. It's just a name. It gets you a little bit of a, a wiggle room, but it, it is still a sole proprietorship. If problems happen with their business, uh, still gonna happen to you. But keep your records straight. You know, run a business safely with your foot on the ground, and you'll be good. Uh, because you don't want to bankrupt a business anyways because it's like bankrupting your name is the same thing uh, now when you open a bank account you the reason you want to open a separate bank account is because it's so it's easy for you to track what was business expense and what was not business expense so anything related and I'm gonna go over what is business expense and what is not business expense I uh, on a small business on my particular business, I used to use the same method, but because it's been, you know, I've been using different, I use different methods, but at the beginning, I have experience with it. I have experience and knowledge from accountants, books, and for the past five years, I've actually been reading a lot on that taxes. So what is business expense and what is not? And that's the reason that you want to get your separate debit card account. A business expense is whatever you spend money for the business. And why do you want to separate your ex business expense from your personal expense? The reason is because you can get deductions. So you have to pay taxes on the income that the business generates. So if you sell a product, if you sell a service, if the money goes in the bank, uh, where, uh, you get cash, whatever, you have to pay taxes whatever it is on your income, on your gross income. Now, and you have to pay, it's a certain percentage, it depends on your case, but a tax lady can help you on that. I cannot give that advice, that's my limit. But you have to pay a percentage on taxes, on the income, and then all your expenses can be deductible. So let's say you bought a supply for your business, an equipment. In our case, we bought a generator for our business, we used our debit card, 
we use our business debit card account to, pay, to buy the generator and then at the end of the year when you do your tax returns and we show Uncle Sam you know oh yeah I spent four hundred dollars buying this generator okay you're not gonna have to pay taxes on the four hundred dollars that you received because you use that to buy a generator you need to have receipt and proof of the generator or simply if you use your debit card account you have on your statement so you don't have to worry about receipt as long as it's from a supplier that's why you also want to use a business debit card account instead of using cash because if you use cash then you have to get a receipt take pictures of it and you might not have an accountant software at the beginning uh, so you have to keep paper receipt you know I try to eliminate paper so just get a business checkings account so whatever business expense that you use it can just you can just use that and then at the end of the year you don't have to keep paper and receipt and pictures of receipts you just use your bank statement and you write it off as is you put on the deduction there so that is one of the that is one of the expenses that you can use that's the reason you want to get a separate account uh, now let's say you don't get a business checkings account and so am I gonna get am I gonna get caught is this bad if I if I use my debit card account to buy business stuff at the end of the day as long as you're you're not you, the, the tax deductions that you're putting in there if you're doing it wise on your on your personal debit uh, no so that's not a problem the reason why not just a separate account is because not only it's free, you go to a bank and you open a business checkings account, but the reason you want to separate is because at the end of the year, you just know, okay, all this is business expense, and what I use on my personal card is not business expense, and then you separate from there. That's it. Easier. Why would you not mix your personal stuff with your business stuff, and then it's mixed what is deductible and what is not deductible is not there although there's certain business expense that you use on your business card but it's not technically tax deductible like if you take your if you have a work vehicle and you take it to the mechanic for example uh, and you have to you know mechanic work it's a business vehicle you only use for business and you have to take it to the mechanic uh, at the end of the year you have to you have you have a choice you can deduct either the mileage of your vehicle or you just deduct the mileage for your vehicle or you deduct the maintenance property taxes for your vehicle uh, repairs gasoline and I think those are the things so you, you deduct all the other things the maintenance that you have for your vehicle the gasoline that you use tires uh, repair that you did on your vehicle that or the business mileage you pick and normally for a smaller business business mileage is the best way to go you just track it you can just download an app on your phone that tracks mileage because if you get audited one day the IRS if you one day if you get audited and the, the IRS is gonna ask you prove that those mileage that you drove on that particular car are business miles yeah they go deep they go deep it's not like they're when you're doing the tax payment the tax return at the end of the year it's not like they're gonna ask you your accountant's not gonna ask you give me all the point a to point b proof that those are business mileage give me the proof they're not gonna ask but you want to have that you want to have that on the app 
point A to point B that are business mileage because if, if you get audited one day, you have all that. If you don't have proof and you get audited, you know, they go back three, four years back. And if you get audited and they see or you don't have proof for that, you have to pay taxes all over that and it comes out to thousands of dollars. So you wanna have proof for everything. And you have to pay for systems for everything to have those proof. Um, so for business mileage, so let's say you decide, okay, I don't wanna use the deduction on, on repair for my car. You know, you still can use your car to pay for it. Obviously, it's not gonna make a difference, but at the end of the year, you're not gonna use that, oh, I spent this much dollars with gas. No, that's for, you forget that, you use the mileage instead. It's point, point a few cents that you get deduction on the mileages instead of repair. So it, that's, you have a choice to pick either or. Unless you have more than six cars uh, in your name. Uh, for example, we at Wings have uh, more than six cars in my name. So you have to use both. It, it's a different ball game, but in a smaller scale, uh, you just use the mileage and you track. So you can download this app to track from point A to point B. Uh, to prove, oh, I went from my house to the clients. And all the mileage that you did from one client to the other to visit a client, to do a business meeting, everything's deductible. If you offer landscape and whatever type of services you go from one client to the other, it is deductible. If you travel for business here to, let's say, Ohio, uh, and, you know, it's for business, you, you, prove, you prove that you did a you, tr you travel far, uh, you prove that there are business by that you went there for an event and you have tickets for that event because if one day you get audited, you wanna keep that ticket. Then you have to prove everything uh, with, that, with that business mileage. So let's say you're a startup and you have your personal car as well, that, the, the, the car that you have, your personal car, you use that for business and you open a business, you open an LLC or a sole proprietorship. Uh, so let's say that that car, for example, you have the cheese for business purposes as well. And at the end of the year, you get what, whatever you do with that car. So let's say you go to the restaurant right here. You get your car and goes to a restaurant. If your car is, is labeled with your company stickers or not, it doesn't matter. That doesn't take consideration. What the IRS wants to know later is if the mileage that you've driven that you're deducting for your taxes at the end of the year to get the money back or to just to get deduction those mileages are actually you drove for business the IRS wants to know that if you get audited one day audit and the IRS see the point A to point B was from your house to to a Walmart for example uh, those are not supposed to be deducted and you're gonna look back they <laughs> you don't want to get audited and when you do you want to have everything straight because that can take jail time it's a serious stuff it's serious so do right at the beginning so that when business are going well 20 years from now you're not get audited and everything is just go downhill so you're not deducting that so if you have a personal car and you go to the store you are not deducting that mileage if you go from your house to a client's house and then you go to another client's house, that mileage you're technically deducting. So that mileage you were going to be deducting. And, and so how are you going to prove that that mileage? That's when you download the app 
and you have that app you can leave the location on on your phone that's how I do it uh, and then wherever you go at the end of the month I like to swipe left or right if the app allows you to put if it was personal or business mileage and you do that every month or you can do that at the end of the year but <laughs> do it every single day you, you're, you're gonna cure yourself imagine like to have to go back one year of all the point A and point B that you literally drove in your car so do that uh, is it really necessary yes it is if you're growing with intentions to grow a big business technically you have to do even with any business but uh, if you're growing it to a point that you have intentions to grow a big business as I said getting audit is a serious stuff and you have to track it some business they do it on paper and you know how there's a company fleet of vehicles point A to point B they put it on paper uh, but it's past you know do it on your phone now let's say you have employees you get to a point where you have employees and they're driving your company vans uh, it doesn't matter if your company vans has a logo on it and and it's proving that it is a business vehicle it doesn't matter because the IRS doesn't care about that. If you get audited, they're gonna know, okay, you deducted this amount of mileage, I want you to prove me that they were driven for business. And you can very well get that car and drive for personal stuff. Uh, some companies do it on paper, the drivers on paper, but uh, for us, Wings Mobile Detail, we have our own system, tracking system on each van that tracks that. Each van is tracked their mileage from point A to point B every time. So there are apps like that, there are softwares that you can get van tracker, mileage, mile tracker and install in your car underneath the steering wheel. Uh, so that's one thing. And now moving on from uh, the car business mile. Now with, since I've been going through about uh, getting, getting audited in business, which none of us wants to get audited, but let me tell you just a quick glimpse of how that works. Uh, so pretty much a lady that's auditing or whoever's working at the RIS, is their job is to be in front of their computer get all the tax returns from business and they have separate sections one one department takes care of business that profits this amount of money in revenue the other department you know that goes up bigger revenue and they have they pay people to be in front of a computer and looking for red flags on and there are a few things that are considered red flags so let's say you purchase a company vehicle and one year and then the next year you're deducting the purchase price of the vehicle which you're not supposed to do even if it's a business vehicle the lady's gonna be like okay this doesn't seem right let me audit so they can pick you to see weird stuff on your tax return so let's say uh, you claim 30,000 or 50,000 miles uh, that your car has been driving business miles you claim deduction for that so the ladies getting all your papers, lady, people are getting paid for that, the IRS, just to do that. So they get your paper and be like, okay, what is this? 50,000 miles, a person only has one car? Something's wrong. Bam, they stamp it and they audit. So, and that's why, and when they come to you, they'll, deep, they'll dig very deep. They are gonna go after everything and to make sure you do everything straight. And if, if you don't, if you're deducting more mileage than you actually can prove, you're gonna pay for that. Another way that you can get audited as well is by being picked randomly. You can get audited by different sections, different sectors, different departments. You can get sales tax auditions. You can get auditioned by just revenue. 
that you have wrongly proven for your business. Uh, so it can be randomly picked. If you're two, three, four, 10, 20, 30 years in business, some people 30 years in business has never been audited. Other people five years in business has been audited. So, uh, you know, and, and that's it. So the red flags, that's how it, it comes. What I say red flags is literally the lady who is working at the IRS looking at the paper and sees something that's very odd in your papers. If you put on your, on your tax deduction there, on your revenue, because they're gonna ask how much money you made, your business made everything and you have to put you have to put everything there put how much your business made you're gonna ask for checks how many checks did you get uh, what was the credit card if you take credit cards what was that and you put it in there and let's say you put it in there that you made fifty thousand dollars and in your bank statement in your bank account a hundred thousand dollars went in right now let me tell you, you're telling the lady at the IRS that $50,000 came in, and if that lady sees that, they're not gonna see your bank statement. But if, if you get audited by something else, not on that, because they're not gonna be able to see your bank until you get audited. So let's say one day you get audited, and on that year, three years ago, you put that you made $50,000, but they're gonna then, if you get audited, they're gonna have access to all your bank statements, all your bank account, and they see that $100,000 went inside the bank, or 150, whatever it is, you have to pay taxes on that difference. Not only that, but you're gonna have to pay a high fine. And if you don't have money to pay that, you sell, you have to sell stuff. So be careful, be real careful, do that the right way. So that's how the audition works. Uh, there are more things as far as like taxes go. Now let's see what is tax deductible and what is not tax deductible. You have your, oh, one quick thing, one quick thing. If when you buy your vehicle, because I did mention that, when you buy your vehicle and you, let's say you pay full cash for your vehicle, for a company vehicle, that is not deductible. The amount, the amount that you pay, you pay, let's say, you pay cash $10,000 for your vehicle, or finance it, $10,000. Let's say you pay cash, and you go at the end of the year thinking that, oh, I can get deducted, I can take, I can get tax deduction on the $10,000. It's not. The price of your vehicle is not tax deductible. I, I know you're gonna think, oh, but it's business expense. No, the depreciation of your vehicle or the interest rate from a loan is tax deductible. What is tax deductible? You pick one, either the mileage, in regards to your vehicle, either the mileage, you only have that to deduct, or, or not the mileage, but all the other expenses. Purchase of your vehicle is not deductible. But now going to what is deductible. You know, business expense, you buy generators, you buy equipment, supplies, products. Uh, you rent, you rent a shop for your business. You know, the rent that you pay for the shop is deductible. You, you have, you buy a computer strictly to use for your business, a computer, uh, or a, strictly to use for your business. You, you have, let's say, a business location, you have the computer inside of there. The, the price of that computer is deductible. Utilities bill is deductible. Now, if that computer is used for personal, technically you have to get the hours that you use that computer and do a calculation to the amount and the accountant can help on that. I cannot go as far as giving that advice, but you have to get that amount of time that you use the computer for business and do a calculation to what is deductible from the price of the computer that you paid for the computer. Um, <laughs> it's crazy. Now, if you have a business, let's say you operate 
a business in your home office, in your house. Some people think, okay, I can get part of my house, my office space in my house, I can get tax deductible on my rent that I pay. Again, mind you, if you have an office, you can get full deduction on that office space if it's an office space or garage or whatever shop. But for your house, that's not the case. If for your house you're using that one room for business, uh, for business only, there's not a bed in there. If there is a bed and you get audited and the IRS comes inside to see that office to make sure it is an actual office and they see a bed in there, you're gonna be like, no, this is a personal space. You know, they see a, <laughs> they see a game room there and you're using that as tax deduction, the IRS is gonna go after you. It is gonna go after you. And now, if you have a space in your house, there are certain rules and regulations to what can be a business space inside your house. There has to be a separate door. That part I'm not 100% sure, so I'm not gonna go there, but I believe there has to be a separate door from outside to inside in that room for that to be considered a, a business location for you to deduct that on taxes, say that you're doing business there. But if there is no door going outside, uh, and even if there is, so let's say you use part of the garage of your door for business or everything. Uh, if you get audited, the IRS people are going to go there and do the measurement and actually see what is inside to make sure it is actually a business being used for business. It, and if part of that office, part, like part of the days that you have the home office is being used for personal stuff, you have to track the amount of time that you spend inside that particular office in your house for business purposes and not for personal purposes. You have to have proof, you have to write it down. You have to have proof of all those things. It's, some people are gonna think, it's unbelievable. Like, I don't see, do you really have to track mileage? Do you really have to track all that? Yes, you do. Bigger business as they grow, we use trackers for events. We use accounting systems that make everything more automated. Uh, for that, but everything has to be set on record. Receipts, for example, if you pay something in cash and and you go in and take deduction of like pay something in cash that is actually tax deductible and you get the deduction, good, you're good. You pay cash, you know, you prove that that income that you made on cash, you pay taxes over that, you consider that cash that you earn as income, um, then yeah, but you have to keep a receipt. Not for the end of the year, but if like four years from now you get audit, they'll be like, okay, you spend this amount of cash on this thing, where's the receipt? And you don't have it, you have to pay taxes over that then because you, and pay a fine. So <laughs> yeah, use your credit card for that, use your business card so that it's on the bank statement so you don't have to keep receipts. Um, it is that restrict, it is really restrict. It's, 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 it, it, it can happen to, if you're five years in business, it can happen to you. Audition is not a game to be played with. Do play it by the books, so the books don't play you. Now it brings us to the next point. It's the end of the year, and it's time to do the tax returns. You need all the separation, what was advertising, what was tools, expenses, equipments, uh, marketing, gas, vehicles, mileage. You need all that, so you need everything separated. So let me explain to you what you need separated from your on when you go to file your tax return with a tax lady or an accountant or whomever so at the end of the year 
if it's if it's your first year in business you probably don't have all the system set up maybe even the second you don't have an accounting software a tech software to where you do all the separation because you, quickbooks for example you know it's quite expensive uh, monthly for if you're starting out in business so at the end of the year you might have to print all the bank statements that you use to buy stuff all the receipts all the mileage that you tracked with using your app just download that app it's cheap so you don't have to actually write it down and you have to it's, that's why some people get different markers and everything to go in your in their bank statement each every each and every single day that is on the big bank statement for every month you're gonna see what expenses is what what is tools what was this what was little things and the separation that you're gonna be making is advertising and marketing so advertising whatever you use form if you're advertising on Facebook whatever type of ads you did Craigslist to pay those Craigslist fee whatever whatever if you bought business cards that is advertising and you have to get that amount and have everything separated highlighted in your bank statement because if one day you get audit you go back to that bank if three years from now you get audit and they're gonna check the year uh, this year and and you're gonna have proof right there if you don't have that proof they're like okay it's right here in my bank statements good luck to you it's gonna pay back it's gonna bite you back car and truck whatever is related to to car and truck expenses if you decide to deduct the truck expense instead of mileage then you deduct insurance gas tolls vehicle registration mechanic uh, yeah those those things is deducted car and truck now you don't deduct any of that you disregard completely those expenses if you're deducting the mileage which is recommended uh, vehicle loan for example you didn't, if you're paying loan for a vehicle monthly you don't deduct that because that's the price on the vehicle it's depreciation that you deduct or interest rate from the bank so the interest rate you deduct business insurance car insurance you do not deduct car insurance okay if you're deducting mileage business insurance job supplies cleaning products tools equipment office supplies uh, you deduct now software subscription let's say if you're using QuickBooks which you wouldn't you might not I don't you might depend on the size of your business if you're using QuickBooks in the first year you deduct that whatever money you spend on lawyer or getting your business license bank charges those fees that the bank charges uh, payroll expense rent and lease for your office if you have a separate office uh, whatever you travel hotel plane ticket that you did if if you got a plane to go to a place for business purposes it is deductible the ticket of the plane is deducted if you went to a place for business purpose and you also did personal stuff there <laughs> that's not deductible the trip does not become deductible the trip to going there if you did personal stuff there so you have to if you go somewhere for business and you rented a room a hotel and you met with somebody you know have proof by email that you're meeting with that people that you went to that event have tickets to that event a business event for example you know if it, for you to learn that is tax adoptable for your business if you go to a conference to learn stuff it is adoptable but have the proof because if you get audit again it's everything is not for the end of the year is if one day you get audit you have proof of everything written down uh, the bank charge the same thing lawyer office job supplies business insurance company meals how does company meals work so company meals food 
you do not deduct that if it's for you. Now, if you go to an event and you buy food for your employees, or an you create an event and you bought food, that, the food is deducted. That food is deducted. If you go to a restaurant with your business partner and you pay food for him, it is deductible. Paying for yourself is not deductible. Uh, and you know, if, if I'm wrong, you guys can always check, Google it. I'm not giving legal advice. I'm just giving my uh, tips from what I learned. Any loss uh, that you have, wages paid to your employees, card processing fees, business miles. So the business miles, you have to put the starting mile and the ending mile of your vehicle. So on the, when you're doing tax returns, you have to put the starting mileage of the beginning of the year and the ending mileage at the end of the year for the particular vehicle and put the, the business miles that you ran. The difference between the first starting and ending mileage may not be all business miles. Prove that it is. Uh, and normally, and the, and the total income, the total income received in cash, check, and everything. So be careful. See, if you're in the first year in business, second year, that's the time that you're probably gonna be making the most money. <laughs> don't, don't get greedy on taxes. Do not get greedy on taxes because if you make cash money, if you make, if you make uh, $200,000 and $50,000 were cash, so you make $150,000 that went to your bank statement, but $50,000 was cash, and you wanna screw up the IRS, you're screwing yourself up. You have to prove that whatever cash that came in the business, you have to count it as income and not try to hide it from the IRS. Also, it doesn't make sense because let's say five, two years from now, or, or one year, you get the $50,000 in cash and you, want, you go there to buy something and buy a car, for example, the IRS is gonna know. He's gonna see people registering that car and you selling the car, and the IRS is gonna know, okay, wait, which money did you use to buy this car? Cash, and you didn't, you, you see what I'm saying? The cash that wasn't, that was out of the books. Do it right, because regardless, do, doing something wrong is gonna bite you back big time so these are all the these are the types of categories that you're going to be doing uh, on quickbooks they have expenses advertising bank charge fees cars and trucks contractors insurance job supplies legal and professional services meals and entertainment for the business office supplies software payroll reimbursements travel expenses taxes and licenses to use um, so all of that is payroll tax is something that you normally have to use a secondary part if you have employees if you have contractors you have to get their 1099 for them to give their social their social security number that you whatever money you got from them or that you pay them you can use that money to deduct so let's say let's say a friend it's, it's another quick thing let's say a friend come and help you uh, work that day he's not an employee he's a friend and you pay him money you're gonna think oh this is business expense right uh, it is if he's under 1099 under contractor for you if you just vamo him or cash him the money and you try to deduct the money that you vamo him it, you have to prove if that was payroll it wasn't payroll because it wasn't going through the payroll system was it 
contractors. If it is, he has to give you the 1099. Either or. Guys, this was the Wings Mobile Detailing Podcast. And the one another quick tip that I'm going to give when you buy a business, when you're actually acquiring, is that tax deductible, the price that you paid for the business? I'm going to answer before I finish this podcast. But thank you so much for listening. And I do podcast on how to start your own business, what is SEO, marketing, advertising, what to do, the basics, the simple, because, you know, that's, let's get it real. You know, to start a business and grow well, it's simple. It's simple step. When Whenever people want to get intricate and a lot of fancy stuff here and there, obviously you need systems. As you grow, you need a bunch more systems, just like we need for Texas. When we grow, we need QuickBooks to do the separation, but... Uh, the simple stuff is how we start in the first, second, third, fourth, fifth year. You don't need any fancy stuff. Uh, get get it a f- good foundation. Uh, so that's what you're going to learn from my podcast. If you subscribe and if you have any questions, you can email me or anything into Auto Detail and Business Podcast. When you buy a business, it is not t- the, the price that you pay for the business just to use the brand. If you're buying a name, business name, the system employ clients, you know, because you buy with a lot of clients, maybe the, the name, the business out there, that's not tax deductible. What is tax deductible? So let's say you pay $200,000, $500,000 to buy a business name and $50,000 out of that $500,000 was uh, equipments, tools, uh, or supplies, whatever tangible thing is, those tangible thing that the, the fifty thousand dollar would be deductible because they're tangible. If you buy company vehicles when you buy a van, is it tax deductible? No, because again, the price of the vehicle, the car that you buy in the business, it's not tax deductible. It is going to be deductible the miles that you use driving the vehicle for business purposes. But whatever is tangible is not. It, it, whatever is tangible is deductible. The business name, the idea entity, the entity itself, it wouldn't be deductible. Thank you so much. And I hope I didn't forget anything. Again, you can always check out our blog as well. And check out if you wanted to uh, be part of a franchise that is growing. And with all this already systems already implemented. So you don't have to go through the headache of you know, learning through the, via the hard way be part of a franchise and we're gonna you know take you to the right track uh, franchise.wingsmobiledetailing.com franchise.wingsmobiledetailing.com thank you